Well, welcome again to another terrific show. And you know why I've been doing this for now four and a half years, and this is episode 152. Can you believe that? I've met so many wonderful guests, famous people, local people, CEOs, funny people, and today is no exception. So I want to start by thanking Betty Ryder for this subtle, bright, orange, wonderful jacket. Thanks to Betty Ryder Boutique, who is at Preston Center. Just go through the red door, you'll know you're in the right shop. And she has beautiful clothes. Thank you, Betty, for always making me look much better than I would in my own clothes. Today, I have someone that always dreamed big. <laughs> and then she put the pedal to the metal and she made her dreams come true. What a show we're going to have. My guest today is an elite athlete. What do I mean by that? Tana McCoy has earned the reputation in the fitness world as an IFBB pro athlete. Now that stands for International Federation of Bodybuilding Professionals, and that's a big deal. So stay tuned. Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands. Your host is Valerie Sokolowski, author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie. Well, you might have seen my guest on the front cover of fitness magazines, including Fitness RX and Train-Her. Tana McCoy is co-owner of Hidden Gym, and she has been awarded the International Federation Bikini Pro Champion four times and five times as an Olympian. I'm trying not to be intimidated. She's one of the top eight in the world. Tana, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. And I know that that is a mouthful, but you handled yes. it wonderfully. <laughs> wow. I mean, here you are. First of all, you're stunningly beautiful. I have to say that. Well, thank you. And I also know that a lot of work, a lot of work went into all of those things. Yes. So I'm going to shut up and let you tell the audience, how do you become all those titles? Well, um, a lot of work is an understatement. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> um, so International Federation of Bodybuilding there's different divisions. Okay. And um, of course, it wasn't my dream to become a professional bodybuilder. Um, it was my dream to perform and to be on stage. Um, I have always performed since I was the age of three. And um, I had big dreams to be on a stage of some sort. I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I know that I love to perform. I love the spotlight. And uh, I wanted to chase those dreams. So um, I went after it and um, I fell into uh, bikini competitions. I started doing beauty pageants. Um, Is this high school? Yes. Okay. Well, um, 
actually have been doing beauty pageants. I think my first one was in fifth grade. Mm. Um, and then I had been doing them until uh, I graduated high school. And then when you graduate high school, um, everything kind of stops. All the sports, um, any kind of extracurricular activities. Um, so I got into the beauty pageant world of bikini competitions. Wow. And I met my husband. He was there judging one. And um, he introduced me into the world of the bodybuilding federation. And that's where um, I started to compete. And he was my trainer. And we also fell in love. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a love story behind it. That's a big love story. You said, <laughs> wasn't it a blind date or first date or first fall in love? Or what was that? Well, Greg saw me and said that it was love at first sight. Um, and so that was super fun. So obviously, um, he had ulterior motives when he handed me the business card, but he did see true potential and um, knew that I would be uh, super successful in the new bikini division of the bodybuilding world. And that's when I started to compete um, in that. And it did my uh, career really went fast forward super fast. And um, I turned pro after nine months of competing, which was really unheard of. Nine months. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. And then um, I went on to be a five-time Olympian, which Olympia is the Super Bowl of our sport. Um, I competed at the Arnold, was on uh, various covers. And um, yeah, so it's a, it's a long story. I've been doing it for over a decade now. <laughs> what did you have for breakfast? This morning? Uh-huh. The same thing that I've had for the past decade. <laughs> okay. What do you eat? Egg whites for breakfast um, with a whole egg because you got to have healthy fats. Uh, oatmeal with strawberries and blueberries, flaxseed, chia seeds, and walnut butter. Walnut butter. Walnut butter. I love okay. walnut butter. So walnuts are really uh, a, a super great healthy fat and really great for the brain function. So um, I switched to walnut butter instead of just your normal peanut butter or cashew butter or even almond butter. There's so many nut butters. <laughs> and, <laughs> a lot of butters. Uh, all right, then lunch and dinner. Um, it's pretty basic. I'd go with some sort of a protein source, which is usually chicken or turkey. Okay. Um, sometimes I will have the occasional red meat. Um, I have some sort of carb source, whether that's rice or sweet potato or a regular potato. And then of course, a vegetable. I personally love asparagus and broccoli. I do love Brussels. Um, so that's on rotation at lunch. And then sometimes I'll kind of have the same thing for dinner and I'll just kind of flip flop it and change out the, the different sources. But all healthy. All healthy. But all good. I eat yes. some of that. Listen, I want you to tell your husband that <laughs> since I met him, which yes. I did, and he was on the show, Greg McCoy, you have to watch that uh, episode. I was not working out at the time. Okay. And then, and I've never liked to work out. Okay. So I start there. And it's a good story. Here's okay. the answer. Okay. And the, and the whole uh, amazing ambition that I have now. There just happened to be a woman in my condominium that was working out with several women one day. I thought she was an outside trainer. As it turns out, no. She and her neighbors just like to work out together. But she really is a trainer has been and so she knows about how to do Perfect. it right how to do it right yes long story short because of her i can't tell you how much better i feel oh, 
So um, it really does make a difference. But let me go back to you on what difference you have to have in your routine, because there's a lot of strength mm -hmm. to what you do. So can you start at any age? You, you had the benefit of getting into this young. What about other people that would like to get strength, not compete, but just get stronger, healthier? Sure. Well, first of all, Valerie, that makes me so happy and I'm so proud of you. And Thank I will you. definitely relay the message to Greg because obviously what a great influence he was after that, was. right? He was. Um, but it just goes to show right there what you said that it's, you know, not about doing it to compete or go to the extreme. Mm -hmm. It's just to feel good and to have yeah. overall health. Um, and I'm sure that I will touch on this topic today, but um, I learned about four years ago that if you don't have your health, you have nothing. And I think that that speaks measures in the world today of um, uncertain diseases and things that are coming about. You know, if you're not taking care of yourself to have precautions, then what's going to happen when you do get sick, you know? So it's more so to stay on top of that. Um, but the discipline is more so than anything. You know how they say um, uh, motivation over discipline or discipline over motivation. Right. Um, you know, you can be motivated all day long, but if you don't have the discipline to get up and to go and make it happen, mm -hmm. then you're not going to get there. Um, so the discipline in making it fit for your schedule, I think a lot of people do think that they have to go to the extremes, um, in following just whatever works for somebody else, but find what works for you. Sure. Um, and, and having like you did, um, finding this woman in your apartment complex, um, having an accountability buddy, right? right. So whether that's a trainer or a friend or just a random person that you met, I mean, having somebody to hold you accountable, because if you don't show up that day, you're leaving them hanging too. That's a motivation, so, isn't it? It is. It is a motivation because uh, you don't want to leave your, your person hanging and, um, a little uh, healthy competition, uh, it goes a long way. So um, I think um, making sure that whatever works for your schedule and um, making it fit into there, whether you're a get up early and go to the gym person or maybe on your lunch break or it's um, an after work thing for you, find what works best for you and make it a priority. Right. You have to do that. Mm -hmm. I want to go to what you, I think, were alluding to. You haven't <laughs> always been healthy. Right. Here you are looking extremely healthy and happy, of course. Yeah. But you had your challenges. Tell us about that. Sure. Um, so four years ago, um, I had competed in my last show. It was the Olympia, the Super Bowl. Mm, Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl of our sport. And um, afterwards, I had started to not feel good. And I could just noticed that things were different. My cognitive was off, um, my mental clarity, my body was aching and hurting. I was having very bizarre symptoms. Mm. Um, long story short, this went on for a few months and I went to various doctor's appointments, had all sorts of tests, run, blood work run. I had x-rays, MRIs, everything. Nobody could figure out what was wrong. According to um, textbook and paperwork and blood work, everything was perfect. Yeah. But nothing was perfect because I was very sick and um, something was very wrong. So uh, 
so much that I had to have my mother come and stay with me because my husband Greg and I had just bought our our gym now, Hidden Gym. Hidden Gym. So I went down for the count and we bought the gym. So now we have to divide and conquer, which is what we're really good at. It's what makes us such a great team. Um, he had to go and uh, get the business going and my mom had to come and take care of me and help me get to these doctor's appointments and figure out what was going on. Um, so in a desperate um, choice to just check something off my list, I had been seeing a lot of girls talking about breast implant illness and I had breast implants. Uh-oh. And um, after I had run everything possible, I decided, what have I got to lose? You know, nobody's telling me that it can help me and nobody's telling me that it cannot. So what have I got to lose? So I made the executive decision to remove my breast implants. um, And that was of April, 2019. And I had no idea if this was gonna help me or fix me or be my answer, but I knew that it was a chance that I was willing to take because of how deathly, and not exaggerating, deathly ill I was. Mm. Um, and four years later, here I am, Valerie, sitting on the stage with you in great health. Um, I'm continuing to constantly work on my health. There is a lot of um, groundwork that you have to do. Um, of course, doing a breast explant was not my magic eraser button. I had to go in and clean up all the damage that had been done over the nine plus years that I had them. But um, I would safely say that that was my answer, and I've been getting better and working on my health internally since then. Wow, mm-hmm. that is, that's quite a story. Mm-hmm. And it's a story to all of us women out there because there's stigma between having implants in the first place mm-hmm. and then having something go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you also were so kind when you said to me, and I have told and I'm happy to tell any woman who's struggling with this. Absolutely. So thank you for that. Absolutely. You will have the banner under your name and uh, <laughs> the Hidden Gym logo. And uh, if people want to ask you questions, you're willing to do that, aren't you? Absolutely. I am now an advocate for uh, BII is what they're calling it, and I am an open book. I am not afraid to answer any questions. Um, you know, I went through a season of why me. Mm, did you? I did. Okay. Why me? And um, I know why me, because I do have a platform and I do have a voice, and I'm supposed to help others in situations like this so that nobody ever feels what I felt, which was alone and hopeless and scared. And I want to be a voice to other women and let them know that they are not alone and um, that there are answers. And um, yeah, I don't want to get emotional. It's a it's a it's touchy okay. subject, but I'm an advocate for it. And I am here for anyone that wants to reach out. You know, there's a thank you so much for that, <laughs> Tana. And I know you mean it. Unfortunately, but fortunately, it's sometimes the things we go through Mm -hmm. that we have to go through the suffering or the journey. 
and then hopefully it can help someone else. So Absolutely. that's a good story. It's really a good story. Thank you. And one of your top takeaways, which you know I always ask, what are those lessons you've learned in life? And you said, love yourself. Absolutely. That's kind of what, what you're saying. Your body may go through things. Mm -hmm. You may not have the perfect body. Who mm -hmm. has the perfect body? Well, she does. Well, very few <laughs> people have the perfect body. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, thank you. But, but yes. But love yourself, right? Yeah, self-love. And, um, you know, Valerie, I think it, it's super scary to me to watch the younger generation coming up in a world of internet and social media. Mm. Um, you know, it's... I think very easy to be influenced by what I am not. You know, it's easy so to get true. caught up in what I am not instead of focusing on what all you are. Uh -huh. And you're perfectly imperfect and we're all different and we're all created different and we're all shaped different and look different and we're all going to have a different purpose and a different journey. But that doesn't mean that yours isn't good enough or not worthy enough. And um, I think just in a world today, uh, comparison is a really big thing on the internet and, and especially social media and especially with the younger generation. Um, so if it's anything that I can say from experience, it's that you can love yourself and you can also be a work in progress. It's okay to want to work on yourself, but also love yourself too. Um, I think it's important for us to want to work on ourselves. Um, like we said, no one's perfect and no one has a perfect body. So no. <laughs> at any age, <laughs> no, it no. gets harder. Yes. Can I just say it gets yes. harder. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and back to the age thing, I'm right. reverting back to the first question is, can anybody get into this in fitness and working out? Well, Valerie, will you tell us, well, is oh, that possible? Cause I think you. you're, I think that you're an influence <laughs> in that now, right? Age does not matter when you are working out and exercising it does not matter. And even if you did want to go to the extreme of competing of some sort, mm -hmm. age is of no limit. I mean, it's just how well you take care of yourself. And we, yes, I think that's the, thank you. All, that, all of that is so relevant today, especially with the kids and, and yeah. what they see. And they look at magazines, right? Mm -hmm. they, they do. They look mm -hmm. at beautiful people on the fronts <laughs> of magazines like you, or they look at the TikTok stuff. Yeah. It's just a mess. But you also said, and, and thank you, another uh, lesson learned is be grateful. And you uh, are, aren't you? I can I'm tell that. so grateful. I've had, you know, outside of the um, uh, breast implant illness um, fiasco, during that time, I lost my mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. And in that time, I've also lost a very dear friend of mine to suicide. Oh, and um, I've had various injuries along the way. So every time I tried to get back up, Valerie, I kept getting knocked down. I had a herniated disc in my neck. I tore my plantar fascia, which is the arch of your foot. Um, I've had a lot of trials and tribulations in this four years. And it has taught me nothing but to be grateful and to be grateful for those little moments, those precious times with your loved ones and the littlest of things like taking a step because mm. you don't realize how much you need your foot until it's gone. 
I mean, it's funny we're laughing, but it's not it is. funny. And you're it, right. It, it, mm -hmm. Thank you. I got up this morning. Absolutely. I'm taking a step. And let me tell you, it's something big to be wearing these heels today. <laughs> and they're beautiful. I hope you can see them. Thank you. I'm yes. going to throw some words at you. I think okay. this will be fun. Let's okay. play a little bit. Give it to me. All right. Just immediate reaction. Okay. Love. 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 Mm -hmm. um, uh, kind heart, uh, soulmate, uh, friends, and uh, family. Love it. Persistence. Oh, me. Determined. <laughs> I think that's a good answer. Yeah. Me. Um, determination, um, not giving up, um, you know, uh, keeping going no matter how hard it gets. Belief. Hmm. What I feel everybody in this whole world needs to do, believe, believe in themselves. Because if you believe in yourself, then everybody's going to believe in you. Mm. And um, you have to have that belief that things are going to turn out for the better or you're going to be where you're supposed to be or it's going to work out the way that it's supposed to be. It's what gives us hope. Oh, without hope, God mm -hmm. bless us. Mm -hmm. Mirror. The mirror. The mirror can be an evil place. <laughs> I love that reaction. It can, be, it can be very fooling, the mirror. It can be also a, a great place because it's a reflection of who you really are. Uh -huh. And um, I, you know, I've talked about this before, but um, it's, a, it's a reflection of who you are when you're all made up. But it's also a reflection of who you are when you go home and you take off. Remember, we were talking about our eyelashes. Yes, we both got them on today. Yes, I have on extensions and makeup. And it's what we do. It's a womanly thing. But you've got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror when all that's off and love yourself still. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Not easy. Very yeah. true. No, but mm. yes. <laughs> Wisdom. Wisdom. An owl. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I'll so take that. Wisdom, something that you uh, earn um, a long life, uh, right? You yeah. know, uh, you learn from your mistakes and you grow in your wisdom as you age. Uh -huh. So I think it's earned. It is earned for sure. What's a question that maybe you'd want me to ask that no one has thought to ask you about anything? Just fun or funny or whatever. Um. Gosh, you know, I, I think a lot of people, I don't know how I would ask this, but um, I think a lot of people think when they see me, um, I get a lot of, uh, oh, I'm intimidated, intimidation, but then they don't realize how um, goofy I am. <laughs> <laughs> What's goofy look like? Give us an example. Goofy. I mean, What's just, goofy? I'm, I am just silly. Um, for one example, um, Greg and I, I don't know if you have seen these, but we do uh, yearly Christmas portraits. No, I haven't uh -huh. seen them. Oh, but it is not your traditional. I'm in the, uh, you know, beautiful autumn leaves and outside in the woods and like picture perfect, like what I think most people expect us to do. Uh -huh. We do a fun, goofy spin on that. And uh, we kind of go back to different eras. So we've done a 70s theme and an 80s theme and a 90s theme. Um, <laughs> and they're spoof. Pictures, yeah. Christmas portraits, and uh -huh. we do goofy videos. So I love just goofing off and, and just having a good time. And I think a lot of people just 
look at me to be just prim and prop and perfect, but um, I love to just have a good good time and, and goof off. So <laughs> We've had such a good time today. Definitely. This is such a good time. Uh, I want to share a couple of other things before we leave. Okay. And they will be in the show notes, which were lessons that you we've talked about kind of. Mm-hmm. But you said, and I love the way you said it, life is what you make it. Absolutely. And you also, I love this one, hustle, but don't grind through life. Absolutely. And oh, dear. <laughs> Do we relate to this? I think so. I think a lot of my listeners and watchers, mm-hmm. it's, think, mm-hmm. we can get to the grind and that's when we better stop. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it can even affect our health. Uh, absolutely. Yep. This this has been fun. You said you were funny, and I said, okay, be funny, and she was. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you, Valerie. For being, I never got to your gym, yes. but I am in a gym, so you be sure to tell your husband. Yes, I can't wait, and please do come and train with us, work out as I might at just do gym. that. Yeah. Just go easy on me, will you? Um. Oh, yeah. I love the bicep flex. <laughs> now, stay tuned, because I always have a Valerieism. Let me share with you what it is today. I thought I would give this one. When you follow your dreams, likely you'll find your path and purpose. Let me say it again. When you follow your dreams, likely you'll find your path and your purpose. In my executive coaching aspect between training programs, leadership and coaching and and keynote speaking, it's the, it's the purpose piece that people in the coaching part of my work always want to talk about. And they have a devil of a time figuring out what the purpose is. Well, sometimes it's right in front of you, and that's why you can't see it. Because sometimes, audience, your purpose is just a God-given gift or strength or talent that you have, and you're probably using it. And you might not be recognizing that's your purpose. So I want you to think about that. I was doing a program one time with a gentleman that was trying to figure out his purpose. And he said, you know, yes, I, yes, you, Valerie, you tell me I'm so good at that, but isn't everyone? And I I did, I laughed and I said, no, John, not everyone is good at that. And through conversation, he realized that was something that was unique to him. And he was doing his purpose. It just didn't click. So that's my Valerieism for today. And don't forget, please, click the red button. I'm up to 1,000 subscribers and growing. I still need you to hit that red button. And my books are on Amazon, Monday Morning Leadership for Women. And of course, do it right. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening. To receive Valerie's voice, free monthly leadership tips, and to learn more about her leadership programs and coaching, visit her website, ValerieAndCompany.com. Next week, we'll be here again to inspire, engage, and equip you with teachable points of view from successful leaders who have been doing it right. Until then, lead authentically.